What up? Welcome to Weird Episode 5. Today we have a very special guest with me today. Very special guest with me today. It's Ethan Filler. Ethan Filler is a comedian out of New York City who has been performing all over the place. And you can see him at the Yas Comedy Festival over at Broadway Comedy Club on February 2nd. Everyone give it up for Ethan. Yay. Woo. Yay. Usually have applause in the Riverside, but... <laughs> whenever, whenever I'm sorry, do you want me to go download? Do you want me to go download iOS 15? Little baby. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> whenever someone says performs all over the city, it literally just means open mics. I do a lot of open mics, so yeah. Uh, also, Ethan- by the time this comes out, February 2nd will be passed. So yeah, maybe, so you had the chance you know, to see him. Do you have any other have upcoming shows? I could I'll list them off at the end. Okay. I'll list them off at the end. Yeah. We'll edit edit it. We'll edit it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's the fun of this. But yeah, Ethan, like, I mean, you're one of, like, my many, like, glorified open micer friends. But, I mean, you've been doing shit, like, all, like, you've done, like, Broadway Comedy Club. You've done, like, The Stand. You were at The Stand last night, right? No. I was at Stand Up New York. Stand Up New York. Okay. Idiot. You know. idiot man <laughs> it's okay i get the comedy clubs confused all the time i was like i told my friend the other day i was like oh yeah i've performed at uh cellar before and he was like you have i was like no i performed at greenwich but same thing oh no no, no they're <laughs> it's, not. it's definitely no, not the same not. thing no. <laughs> no no i've been i've been doing this for like three years and um like some of the clubs like have the same names of e- as each other so like for example, the improv. Uh, there's like improvs everywhere. And I'm just like, yeah, I've done the improv. And they're like, which one? I'm like, most of them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's uh, kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today is like um, starting out comedy because you're pretty recent, right? You've only been doing this for a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Since August. Since August. What was the, uh, yeah. what was the call to comedy? What got you into this? Well, it was, uh, it was community service. I hit a woman with my car <laughs> and um, my cousin's a lawyer. So I, uh, I got my sentence commuted and I just went to East Fulton to do a few sets. And that's where, that's there where you I go. Happened. The rest is history. There you go. <laughs> do, do you want to, do you want to hear the real story? Oh, I'd love to hear the real story. So a while ago I was, I was contacting someone about a room for rent Yeah. and we were almost, we were almost going to be roommates, but then it fell through or whatever. And then this person contacts me like months later. He's like, hey, um, I have a bringer show um, at Eastville Comedy Club. Okay. And I know someone who does open mics there anyway. So I was like, oh, I'll go see this person. Then I'll see my friend at the open mic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And so I went, I went to see them and they were not good. <laughs> As and bringer shows are, you know. So other... Several other people were also not good. And then when I was hanging around waiting for the open mic, the host was like, Hey, are you going up? And I was like, Oh, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. And they convinced me to do it. And you know, part of it was I was like when I was watching the, the bringer show, I was like, I can fucking do better than these people. Yeah. That's how it starts, man. Like you see like all these com- comics like bomb. Yeah. So you ended up doing it that night? Yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? It went okay. Okay. And if yeah. it had 
had it gone really poorly, I probably just wouldn't have done comedy. That's fair. I feel like the first set you do always has to be like at least a little okay. Cause if you just straight up like eat shit, you're um, probably not going to do it again. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. The, the first set that I did, I did a set technically before, like my official story is that I started doing comedy on zoom, but it was in 2000, 2018. I think I went with my friend to a poetry open mic. And I had been like floating around, like thinking of doing comedy for a while. And they told me, it's like, hey, just go do comedy at this poetry open mic that we have. And so, oh yeah, it was fucking great. I was terrible, but they were, the poetry open micers are so fucking nice. (laughs) Like comedy open mics will eat you alive, which is hilarious because we're all just like struggling and trying to like do shit. But like poetry open micers are like, they're very forgiving. They'll laugh at something, even if, you didn't intend it, even if it wasn't funny. Um, yeah. I remember just like being up there, being nervous as hell. Like I kept looking at my notes. I kept like waiting for a reaction. And um, I knew the jokes weren't going well. I knew the audience was just being nice, but um, yeah. then I finished off with a story of mine that I've been using to close out my shows for like the past like couple of years now. And um, that's when they really got like invested in it. And I was like, Okay, I at least have something here. And that story, you've seen my story of the first Thanksgiving. Of the first Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah, because I was there. I was there at the first Thanksgiving. No, I don't remember. Wait, what is the story? I don't remember. I saw you one time. You've seen me. Okay, so I don't even think I'm doing it anymore. So um, the story that it told was uh, back when. So I used to do like. stuff for like music so we'll travel around a lot and there was this one night where i went home with a girl and found out that she had a copy of mein Kampf on her bookshelf and oh. yeah yeah so i haven't i haven't done that one in a while but yeah so that was married kinda... her and then i married her yeah and then we yeah. moved to uh like, new york city started my comedy I can career to this girl yeah, yeah. there we go <laughs> This girl has something going on. Yeah, this girl, like, she grew up, she became Kanye West. Um, (laughs) Her name is... Her Her name is Nick Fuentes. Ava Braun. Yeah. Yeah, but that was... uh, Yeah, so... That was the one story that, like, when I told it and, like, people were actually, like, paying attention, I knew that's, like, when I had something. And even, like, still, I've done, like, open mics where people would come up to me afterwards and be like, is that true? And I was like, yeah, dude, I could not make this shit up. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. But Bro, there's a, there's an open maker like running around. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's, so he's from Brazil, but he has like blue eyes and blonde hair and <laughs> he has blue eyes and blonde hair. Yeah. And I was like, well, people are like, you know, like you don't really look Brazilian. And he said like, you know, oh, well, you know, my family moved from Europe to Brazil. Um, and I was like, when and he was like like the 30s i was like (laughs) okay yeah all right and he was like well he was like well no they were german they were polish and i was like yeah the polish really loved the the 30s (laughs) yeah oh shit yeah are his parents still alive i was gonna say we could probably like arrest them get some like money off that shit yeah yeah Hmm. But no, that's uh try try and get back my grandmother's jewelry. There we go. <laughs> We're doing inglorious bastards, but with the grandchildren of the people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
oh, Glorious man. Bastards 3. This time it's personal. There we go. Yeah. We're just skipping over two. We're going straight to three. Yeah, two went straight to video. We don't talk about that one. Yeah, no. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, so what was like, you've been doing this now since August. What would you say has been the worst experience, like worst crowd that you've ever done comedy in front of? This is the worst crowd. Um, probably, probably when I went to, um, it's kind of a mirror, uh, dark world version of your first experience. Uh-huh. I went to an open mic that was advertised as like mixed or whatever, and then it was it was all poets pretty much. Oh fuck! <laughs> and they were like they were like not laughing, not vibing, and also like. We had like we had like a specific amount of time, like five minutes or whatever, but they would let the poets go on, and I was like, like I don't care that this guy guy did a seven minute poet poem about a school shooting, and I was like, f- first of all, fucking gay, whatever. But <laughs> second of all, I don't care if he's doing a fucking limerick about a Parkland shooting. Let cut him off. Come on. Yeah, that's uh... they weren't vibing in. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a great vibe to go into like doing comedy. Some guy just talking about like a shooting or shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're the really only comic on that up. bill. Me and like one other guy, and um also the host was a poet. Yeah. Which is not good. That's not a good that's not a good tone to set for the show. It's like a whole whatever, but yeah. But I've been to poetry stuff before. It's like a really oh, weird God. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um Besides that, I'd probably say like weirdest um, or like worst crowd. Well, I did a show like a little bit ago. Um, it was actually um, it was actually a surprisingly good crowd, but it was only three people. Huh. I did a show the other day and it got like rained out. So the only people who came were two of one comic's friend and a guy we got to come from the bar. Oh, you you <laughs> you got someone to come inside the bar when it was raining. They were from from the bar area to the showroom. We were like, "Hey, do you just oh, you have them a in. seat?" Yeah, yeah. And so it was like it was two. One was like this. It was just like a like a um, like twenties like black gay guy, very nice. And the other two were like, I can only describe them as like uh, like girlies, like white, like twenty somethings. Yeah who I would normally like make fun of if they were in an audience, but they're the only <laughs> audience members. That's one other guy. Yeah, you don't want to walk your only so, audience members. They were like, yeah, it was it was funny. And um, yeah, and apparently one of them, we found out one of them went to the same middle school as another comic. So oh, they, okay. instead of doing like a set, they just had like a uh, like a 15 minute like high school reunion. Yeah, that's- uh, it, was a, it was weird. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Uh, at least audience-wise, those are the two experiences. But I actually had a really good uh, time at the second one. Yeah. No, that actually sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think smaller audiences, people, like, tend to, like, not want to do those shows. But I find them to be, like, the most freeing in a way. Because I think the biggest audience that I've performed in front of was, like, 600. And the smallest crowd that I've performed in front of was five. I like the room yeah. full of five people more than the audience of 600, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. 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 It's more like, it's more like just hang out than an actual audience. Like it is. Interesting. Yeah. It's like the pressure kind of comes off, you know, when there's only like a 
that many people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it uh. really did. Um, yeah, but uh, as far as audience wise, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then like being in New York City too, like how long have you been in New York, by the way? Um, so, I mean, originally I'm from, I've, I've been down here before because I'm from upstate New York, but yeah, um, I've lived in the city. Well, I mean, I've lived in Brooklyn uh, since, uh, uh, let me see, April 2021. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, how have you ran into a lot of like bigger comedians? Because I know, um, I think that's one great thing about like New York comedy scene compared to every other place in the US is that one, you have the opportunity to run into more people, but like two, it's like, it's easier to get better because there's only so many, sh- yeah. there's, yeah, there's a bunch of shows on any given day. So who's like the biggest yeah, person well, you ran into doing that? What's funny, there's really, so obviously I'm not like a, I'd like to be, but I'm not like a club comedian. I'm a, a lot of open mics and then bar shows is mm-hmm. pretty much what I do. Um, I have a friend who books up, well, you know, Joe Petito. Yeah. He's able to, he's been able to get some, he got like Christina Hutchinson on one show. Yeah. So I didn't really get to have a conversation with her because she had other spots, but I got to say hi to her. That was nice. That is really um, cool. Then, yeah. Was that the first disorderly then, conduct? Or I think the it was, second one? it might've been, it might've been the first or second. I don't remember. And then, oh, one time, it's funny because you, I honestly, sometimes you'll just like bump into people on the street, not even at a club yeah like i was walking down like west third street um you know where near the village underground is oh yeah right over there yeah it's like the the comedy cellars the village underground uh-huh. and i saw uh big jay okerson oh shit really okay yes That's... and let me tell you let me tell you what happened okay so i didn't i don't like to bother like you know celebrities famous anything like that so i in my head i did what was um I did what was the smart thing. And I like, I nodded my head and like winked. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that <laughs> way. Yeah. So yeah. in my mind, I, I, it was more of like a nod, a knowing yeah. nod. In my head, I was like, oh, I'm, t- I'm letting him know that I recognize him, know his comedy. In his mind, I think he was thinking, is this fat faggot flirting with me? <laughs> so I may have accidentally sexually harassed the Jokerson. Which, I mean, if, listen, if you, you know, said, you know, come on over here, I would, I, listen, would. <laughs> there you go. I mean, the, I wouldn't blame you. Goal. I, I kind of, I, I ship that. I like that pairing right there. Yeah. yeah. My end goal in stand-up, um, it's not to get past the cell or get a special. It's to get Eiffel Towered by Dan Soder and Big Joe Kristen. That's, that's the dream. <laughs> and, you know, that's very that's possible, too. To I, I don't think so. Honestly, just like hang around like Greenwich Village enough. Like you're going to run into the yeah. two of them one night. They're going to be drunk enough to the point where like, you know what? Let's take this boy home. We're going to work. Let's do this. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Crackle, crackle. There we go. Mm. I can't think of another term. Oh, babe, you are, you are breaking up. I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. It's like sprint. All right, I'm like really close to the microphone, so if you can't hear me, that's an issue. I can hear you. Okay, you can, can hear, hear me. You are breaking up. Okay. You are buffering. But let's move forward. All right, let's go. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what what other what other questions do you have for me, Barbara Walters? I got so many, so many. No, I'm just. Let's see. I mean, yeah, I think what I really love about like 
because I moved to New York um, back in March. And when I moved here, like it was all just like about like making money, shit like that. Like I've been doing comedy for a while, but like I was when financial- you moved here. I yeah, when- you were in Arizona, you liar. Well, by the time this comes out, I'll be back. I'm being a dick. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who are listening right now, I'm currently at a coffee chips, sips coffee. Yeah, in Arizona. We're giving you, we're giving you a behind the scenes movie magic. There we go. That's how the coffee. But you were saying literally how the coffee was made. Yeah. Saying when you moved here. Yeah. Yeah. When I moved here, um, yeah, I wasn't really doing comedy a lot and everything like that, but. I ran into like Jess, I ran into Joe, I ran into like this whole group where you were attached to. And I just gotta say like, you guys right now only being like a couple months into it are far ahead of like most people I know who have been doing it for years. So that's like, (laughs) do you feel like as a New York comic, you have more of of an advantage or disadvantage when it comes like starting out? It's like kind of, it's a little complicated because on one hand, at least for me, like, you know, there are like a lot of mics you can do uh-huh. like every week. Sometimes you can do multiple mics a day or like night. Yeah. So you get to practice a lot and you get to get good fast. On the other hand, um, there's so much competition that it's hard to get lost in the mix. And also people have told me that like, like an open mic and I don't know, fucking bum fuck uh, like Ohio or something can get like 50 people like yeah. 50 audience members meanwhile, oh, 100%, like, yeah. meanwhile there, there are people there are there are open mics that have people going that have like television credits and there there's zero people yeah or two or like you know so it's like it's it's a, like a mixed bag mm-hmm. you know but i don't know a lot of, i've had people tell me which is a big cop you know that like oh you've only been doing it for a few months like you're good and that's a big compliment but then I feel like I feel like I'm gonna Benjamin Button, where like someone will be like, how you know, at one point someone will be like, how long have you been you've been doing this? And I'll be like ten years, and they're like, oh, you're really bad for ten years. <laughs> like, I, like, what if I get worse over time? That's always uh, that's always a possibility. In fact, that's um, I would hope that actually, I want you to start actually, out like hot and just get like progressively worse as it goes. On. Well, honestly. Well, I said that as a joke, but now that I'm thinking about it, that's kind of like inevitable. Like, well, you know, like, you know, like, like Jay Leno, like the hack yeah. is hacking the world used to be considered like a, like a really great upcoming comedian uh-huh. back in the day. So like, or like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like people, people do get stale over time, especially the more famous they get. Yeah. No, that's like, actually. People have been saying, yeah. Oh yeah. People have Go been ahead. saying, yeah, like Jerry Seinfeld. He's too rich to be funny now. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's necessarily, but. Yeah, because I've had a, no, that is very interesting. Yeah, because there is like sort of like a plateau when it comes to comedy. I was talking to this with my friends, like even like with the whole like Dave Chappelle and like Ricky Gervais, like shit going on right now. It's like these guys like back like 10, 20 years ago, they were considered like edgy and cool and they were like up and coming. And now they're just kind of like, again, they've gotten the money, they've gotten the fame, they've gotten the accolades, and they're getting they're a little like stale. Yeah, they're old men yelling, yelling, yelling at the cloud. Get, yeah, get off their lawn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really hard to like. I think comedy comes with the self. You have to be self aware, and if you don't have that self awareness, you're just gonna 
fade into like not obscurity. Also, I mean, like Dave Chappelle is still selling out stadiums, yeah. but also I did I did catch that Abe Simpson reference. I just want to let you know. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I am a uh, fucking huge Simpsons nerd, so I'm glad you got that. <laughs> got it. Got it. But it is kind of annoying that like I don't. I really don't want us to start talking about cancel culture. Right? I don't want us to that podcast right now. But I mean, that's what hilarious. we do on podcasts. Comedians on podcasts yeah. talk about. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to cancel get into culture. it if you don't want to. I'm yeah. open to but, talking about anything. But, yeah. But it is interesting that like someone would be like Dave Chappelle got canceled on him. Like all of his specials are still up. He's making more and he sells out stadiums. Yeah. So he's not canceled. There are just some people who are disagreeing. And exactly. Allowed to. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. I think, I think the whole idea of like, if you have this sort of platform and you're complaining about not saying, like not being allowed to say anything nowadays, it's kind of ridiculous, you know? Like my dad, he loves Bill Maher. I can't fucking stand the dude, but like all he does is go on his show and talk about like this shit he can't say anymore, which is being broadcast on HBO and he's getting paid millions of dollars to say that he can't say shit anymore. It's just dumb to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know, like, definitely, gosh, I don't know, that whole thing of, like, you know, I'm being canceled, and I, I have, like, millions of dollars. Something about, like, specifically when uh, Dave Chappelle had, had Elon Musk at his concert that yeah. one time. Oh, my God, show, yeah, and everyone booed him. And yeah, that's, like, I think that's, like, really, that's really the the height of, like, someone being, like, unaware like out of touch right like, oh, aside from all the all the political stuff like dave Chappelle, like really he really thought like everyone was gonna like elon musk because he yeah. hasn't been paying attention apparently right 100 yeah yeah he I did. just i love that elon musk we are not definitely not gonna get far into elon musk but like <laughs> his whole thing is that he's convinced that everyone who doesn't like him is like a bot or something hmm. and then him being exposed to thousands of people who are Dave Chappelle fans, you know, sort of like that woke or whatever. And then booing him is just finally confirming to his face that there are people who don't like him. Yeah, 100%. Like when you get like, yeah, Dave Chappelle fans booing you who could be the furthest from like uh, having like left-leaning or like liberal policies. Yeah. Yeah, it just shows you that like it doesn't, Politically, it doesn't matter. People just hate you because you suck, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah no, it's it's fascinating. And like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely one of those people who I don't believe that cancel culture exists. I think it's just about like accountability. And some people just hate accountability. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is it's it's it oh, God, I can't believe we're talking about it. We have to but, <laughs> I mean, we we but, can move on if you want, yeah. No, no. Well, now we're into it, so I'll go on. But okay. Yeah. There, there is like two. There are like two separate phenomena, which mm. is like large, powerful people getting called out, um, and being held accountable, and then there's also like like insane people on Twitter who will like cancel someone, like like. I think big, powerful people doing something wrong. That's not canceling, but like, do you remember the chili thing? I don't think I what chili thing. There was a lady on Twitter who tweeted like, "Hey, uh, like you know, my neighbors are these like fat guys. You know, they don't. I just they get takeout all the time, and I don't think they've had 
like a home cooked meal, I'm gonna take them like a crock pot full of chili uh, to yeah. be nice. And then everyone on Twitter was like, "You are a monster. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know if they have dietary restrictions. It's incredibly rude to bring food over to unannounced. Okay. What if they don't have food? What if they don't have bowls? What if they don't have? What if they don't have silverware? This was real. I'm not making this up. This was real. <laughs> This is amazing. No, that's that's actually real. Because yeah, there's those chronically online people who just are picking at her for every little thing. That's what it is. There are there are chronic. If go on Twitter for five minutes. Oh yeah. So chronically online. Separate. They also there was another woman who posted. She literally. This was all she tweeted. Um, she tweeted every morning at like at six a.m. Me and my husband have coffee in our garden. That I've heard about that one. And then and people, people responded like, well, some of us don't have a husband. Some of some of us have to work all day. You know, this is yeah. this is white privilege at its finest. I'm like, oh, that's there, there's like a that there's a phenomena that yeah. does happen of yeah, insane yeah. people. I think but yeah. That, that, that gets misconstrued with like, hey, maybe you shouldn't say that like you hope all trans people go into a wood chipper. Know. right yeah it's yeah the two different watch ricky gervais on netflix now what'd you say watch ricky gervais on netflix now for more oh yeah like yeah absolutely yeah 100 we we love ricky gervais and his bad takes now <laughs> yeah. yeah i used to love that guy too that was sad but all right so we're coming up at the 30 minute mark it's going to be a shorter episode today um and we talked about if cancel you, culture if you weren't for... a baby if you weren't a baby, you could do two recordings. Is that and something? Other. Okay. Should should I do like or a not. commercial break right now, and then we'll do commercial. another recording? Do you want to do? Do you want to do an intermission? An intermission. Hey guys. Hey guys. Please take this moment to go to love and get yourself some popcorn and soda, and please feel free to, to tip your waitress. That was beautiful. <laughs> we will two be metaphors mixed together, but you know. all right. Anyways. Give it up for Xavier. Boom. Yeah. We'll be right back with more weird. Hey, guys. Did you enjoy our quick commercial break? <laughs> Amazing. Welcome back to Weird with Xavier Morris of, of uh, Arizona and other places. Of all the places, yeah. You every place. You would have seen me in Detroit, Atlanta, Las Vegas, Los Angeles. I've been all over the place. Uh, yeah. Kind of like your whore mother. Am I right, guys? Like no, my cut that uh, out. <laughs> We're gonna leave that in. The only podcast, comedy podcast in aimed at teenagers going through puberty. All right. Am I right? Am I right, guys? Yeah. All right, and so we've gotten all the comedy questions out of the way. Let's just bullshit for the next like twenty minutes. Okay. All right. Okay. Look, no, I have some questions prepared for you. Wait, you're going to interview question. me now? <laughs> first question: uh, uh, When did you know you were bisexual? And was it before or after the nose ring? Oh man, it was. No, that was no question. <laughs> Wait, that was that's not actually a question. Okay. Well, I was implying that all bisexual people have nose rings, nose piercings. No, I think once you get it, like, you have to pass a test. And yeah, yeah, once you have the Doc Martens, once you have, like, the Phoebe Bridges and everything, that's when you're allowed to get the ring. They won't let you get the piercing before that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, Like, 
because I never really like officially came out as bi and like I just kind of was like one day I was like oh yeah that makes sense and that's yeah. been my journey with it yeah my sister she had a weirder journey she's bisexual as well and um she kind of found out like right when our family was becoming like very religious and so my mom and dad had no issue with it me for some reason I was like what you like girls that's against the bible blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and it was like that for two seconds and then my mom's like Xavier don't be a dick you're <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. only homophobia I've ever had was that two that two second period where I was just like oh that's weird yeah yeah Ethan how did you find out that you were Jewish well I remember <laughs> the first time the first time I I felt I felt a tingling a tingling in my brain and then I smelled something it was a coppery kind of scent and then I followed it 10 blocks and I found a penny <laughs> and that's that's what I knew that's it yeah it's uh that's it's incredible there we go. I, I love that. That's that's a great yeah. Jewish coming out story. Yeah. Which uh, who, who who do you think has the worst genocide? Go. Ah oh, man. Well, that's the thing. Like the worst genocide, we probably wouldn't even know about because they would have done like a really good no, no, job no. with that genocide. No, 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 of, of art. Of, of art. History. Wait, just between just between the Jewish and the well, Native American. You're American, and I'm Jewish. I would say probably honestly probably the. Native Americans, because they did a real good job with you guys. I mean, real good job. Yeah, if we have to, this is definitely going to be like a conversation. Like, if someone archives later, it's going to get me canceled. Both of us canceled. I thought the culture wasn't real. Yeah, they're (laughs) held accountable. I'm being held accountable for this. (laughs) Nah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not particularly fond of either, but. I mean, you you guys got Williamsburg, and we got like a section of Arizona, so we both we got away pretty pretty fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. Anyways, I won't be answering the question, um, but you guys can all judge uh, Xavier, Xavier. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I felt like that's a fair answer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't say definitively one of us had it worse. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Uh, what's your favorite ethnicity? Top five favorite ethnicities in order. Go. In order. No, don't don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> well, I have to say no, no, no. That's uh, I'm hitting you with the, you, were, you were handing me softballs and I'm doing hard hitting questions. I know they, these were really rough. You should start your own podcast. It's <laughs> just I, the hot seat I with Ethan. The most horrible questions. The hot seat. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just start out like okay. you know like. Oh, let's talk about comedy. Let's talk about your career. All right. Now tell me, uh, which ethnicity yeah. do you think would be better if yeah. they got wiped off the face yeah. of the earth? Yeah. Who is your high school crush? First, last name, and home address. Go. <laughs> oh, don't forget your mother's maiden name. We need to know that shit. Yeah. 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 What were you like in high school? I was like stalking your Instagram earlier, and I didn't uh, really go back that far. I don't only got my. I don't think I got my Instagram. Oh, my Instagram in high school was removed. It was removed. What did you do? How'd you get my, it removed? My username had the word bitch in it. And they removed it for that? Can you yeah. not have the word bitch in, on Instagram? I didn't know that. I think it's frowned upon. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think. Are you sure you just didn't delete it? Because I, mean, I had, 
<laughs> I was also I was also telling everyone to kill themselves. So that's part oh, of it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, <laughs> um, what was I like in high school? I was kind of a, I think I was funny, but I was also like kind of a weird kid. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, I mean, you have to be a little weird know. if you're going to do stand up as like. Yeah. Yeah. I think Just, you have to be either you have to either look weird or be severely mentally like anyone anyone who is hot and doing comedy is severely mentally ill oh 100 yeah and i will i will stake my life on that anytime you see like a 10 and like they're like oh i just stand up i'm like okay so you have a weird relationship with your father or have an eating disorder or have depression yeah and One if you those. have all three like you get a netflix special just right you get there a special on the immediately. Yeah. yeah yeah no, your, it, <laughs> your father touched you 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 ma'am you get an hbo special right now <laughs> you know that's not so far off of a comedian that i know that's she has a show about that and she's yeah she's traveling around with that show right now that's so funny that you mentioned that <laughs> i'm not gonna name their names uh or actually i'll bleep it kylie vincent have you have you been around have you seen her no no. Um, okay. But I'll be sure to write in the comments when you drop this episode her name <laughs> so everyone knows the truth. Everyone knows the truth. I everyone knows that. the truth now. No, she's headlined yeah. uh, two of my shows um, when I first started out. So great friend. Love her to death. But yeah. Also, that- you know what? Do you, want, do you want me to call you out for a second, Xavier? Go for it. Call me the fuck I'm out. I'm going to call you out on your own yeah. podcast. Okay. So in a game of Jenga, I won a 12-minute set <laughs> at a show with Xavier. <laughs> The next thing I find out, the show that I'm booked on, he's like, oh, we're doing a roast show. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure you just did a roast show because you you saw that a few of the people on it had been in them before and you're like, let's do this. Uh-huh. And you tried to screw me out of my 12-minute set and I, I'll remember that forever. I didn't try to screw you. I wanted, because I wanted to have a roast show and, and I knew then- you were going to be and then oh, there's the more? show fell through. The show fell through, yeah. I was and now about... I'm gonna cut myself. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be an Ethan's suicide note and I cannot. Xavier is killing gay youth. <laughs> you heard it here first. There we go. I love that. In fact, how that's... That, what's a producer talk about producing shows? How is how is that producing a comedy show? Go. No, go. it's fucking chaos, dude. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, but I mean, the last show, were you at the last show that I did at the brewery? I caught literally like the tail end of it. Okay. Yeah. No, that was a fucking mess. Uh, I mean, I love it. Thank you, Will, at Brooklyn Brewery. Um, I think it was just like a matter of, they knew a comedy show was going to be held in the back in the brewery section. They didn't prepare for it. They didn't mm. give us lights. The microphones were like, kind of crapping out like that uh sean couldn't do her like songs for like a good couple minutes which kind of killed the crowd um yeah. had to deal with an issue between two comics and so and i just kept oh, const- tell yeah. us about that Ooh, i don't I know if i can because well I mean, now the, the listeners are on the edge of their seat yeah well let's just I say love that i'm putting you in all these terrible positions on your own podcast you know, it makes for some for... really great listening. So I'm drama. I'm totally down to like talk about this, but I'm not going to name names because uh, okay, if I ahead. do, then because yeah, there's only so many. You could find 
like I still have the flyers up. You could see who was on that comedy show. So I won't name names, okay. but let's okay. just say there was a comic that I booked who got into an altercation with a comic who I didn't book initially, but booked last minute to be on the show. And it sucked because I wanted to watch um, Sean Kennedy's set and I had to miss most of it just because I was dealing with an issue between the two of these two comics. And yeah, yeah it ended up with me like, I have a band list now of comedians I won't book. <laughs> and Am I on it? Yeah, you're on it 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time you see your name on one of my flyers, just know that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna book you on that show. <laughs> it's all these comedians know. with the restriction of Ethan Filler. You have the band list with you? Read it out, read it all out. I don't know. I, I, that's funny because I only have one comedian on the band list. Uh, so he's the only person who's made the list so far. And I hope yeah. not to add any more names on there, but yeah, I probably will. Have you had any in your comedy career? Have you had any altercations or incidents with other comedians that um, are memorable? And have you made any enemies? I think, ooh. Have, have I told you about um, Jason Ellis yet? No. No, okay. Uh, listeners, uh, the five of you who have stuck with me so far. <laughs> um, so I was- oh, at, Thanks to Xavier's family. You are so sweet, guys. You, it's not even my family. It's like five people <laughs> that I met in open mic like seven years ago who cannot, who haven't nice. stopped messaging me. Um, yeah. My family's not that supportive. Yeah. Tell me the drama. Yeah. No, so um, I was uh, booked on a roast battle in uh, Las Vegas. And one of the judges was uh, this comedian named Jason Ellis. And I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is like an ex-UFC fighter. And his record is zero and eight. Oh, God. So just, just absolutely terrible. And um, yeah, so he's one of the judges on the panel. I go up. I do my roast. Um it was really bad. I had just met that person that day. So all the material that, that I had was, it was really tough. And not only that, but they, so I couldn't find any dirt of yeah, them online. Imagine, imagine someone booking you for a roast show with someone you don't know, get up against someone you don't know. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I thought Anyways, you knew Paris. On. I thought you were friends with Paris. That's my- No, bad. it was pretty easy though. She is a woman. So I came up with a lot of jokes quick. And all, all your jokes on. were about her titties. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. but yeah Go no on. anyways so <laughs> so yeah so i i do the roast uh she just absolutely wipes the floor with me which fair enough she was probably would have done it even if i had like prep time but we go to the judges the judges are like yeah you know xavier you had some like good ones but like you know like she just came out and just obliterated you blah 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 blah, blah. Yeah. and then it gets to jason ellis he says his shit and I respond to him. I was like, oh yeah, she beat me so bad. My friends are going to start calling me Jason Ellis. And the entire Ooh. crowd just goes like, it's the loudest response I got during that battle. And yeah. Jason's just looking at me and in his eyes, like it's a mix of anger and like defeat. Cause he... <laughs> well, if you're at a roast show, you got to take that. Yeah. And like, I, <laughs> Oh, this it's guy so looks funny. scary. Yeah. Can, I look him up, I look oh, him you, up. you looked at Jason. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. fuck him. Anyways, go on. 
yeah and it, i think he's bisexual so he probably could um but yeah <laughs> yeah no because he looks at me like that and like as you can see he's a pretty intimidating guy so i like shit my pants a little bit <laughs> and i yeah. go backstage i have this written down in my notes and like we kind of like he's kind of avoiding me and so like i kind of go up to him and just tell him i was like oh, hey you know like appreciate that good show and everything that and he's like oh yeah you know like you know thank you and everything that and for some reason like we talk for a good minute and he's like just so you know you know like if we were to go one-on-one -on -one, you know i think i have a fair shot at beating you and i was like yeah but i yeah, think that a ufc fighter yeah i was like that's true but like um if your career tells me anything you have like a knack for letting rookies kick your ass Ooh. and he just stopped talking to me he just stopped talking Ooh. to me after that Ooh. i've tried to like contact him on instagram and shit like that yeah so that's i think that's a comedy em enemy that i have now jason yeah. if you're listening to this i don't think you would be but <laughs> just know would you like to give would you like to give a notes app apology right now no, no, I would like to double yeah. down. On, oh, dude, he's double the, down, yeah. Yeah, he's the only UFC, UFC veteran I know I could kick. I could kick his ass. <laughs> Just verbally. He could probably physically beat me, but so could a small child. Are you seen MMA the same? Because there's also another comedian. I hate Brendan Schaub. I don't know what she was. Brendan, yeah, I think he was I MMA. He's I so bad. So much. He's terrible. I've never met him, obviously, but I hate him intrinsically. Yeah. I, back um, like a couple years ago, my whole thing was like going to the comedy club every weekend. And in Phoenix, there's only like three comedy clubs. So I'd go to the same one every single weekend. And I saw Brennan Schaub one night. He's the only comedian. I was drunk off my ass. I was probably like high on drugs and he did not make me crack smile. <laughs> That's how bad Brennan Schaub is. Wait, what? Sorry. I was going to say, he I was, was, uh, he was not drunk. No, I was, I was drunk, high on drugs, everything that like, yeah. and he, he just, laugh. yeah, he killed the mood. Like I didn't even crack a smile his entire set. He sobered you up. He sobered me up. Yeah. <laughs> that's why his, his standup sobered me the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. So that's, oh. uh, oh. yeah, it was rough. It was a bad night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good yeah, on I him. He's made millions of dollars yeah. so he's doing something that That's i clearly haven't bad on him yeah bad on, you know what he did you know what you know what his secret is he's What's literally up? just friends with joe rogan that's that's what yeah, most that of these people's secrets are yeah yeah once it's, you're friends with joe you from, do... from mma yeah not even from from mma yeah and that's why he's like famous right so like no not good on him he has no comedy secret he's just some dick ass who knows joe rogan yeah well, I mean, anyway, that's, that's my yeah, a lot of these, like, because you have Jason Ellis, like, granted, Jason, I want to be your friend. <laughs> but you have Jason Ellis, who's like a failed UFC fighter. Brennan Schaub, he's like a failed MMA fighter. And now you have T.I., who was kind of failing at hip hop and has now used comedy as a way to, like, come back. So, yeah, it's Are like. He, is he doing comedy now? T.I. is doing comedy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a couple of my friends in Atlanta. Well, didn't, didn't you say that you used to do music? I used to, yeah, I. Oh, you're a failed musician. 
Well, not really, because I never really started. I used to work in music as like, you know, like I did like productions and merchandising and everything like that. And then I tried to make my own music during the pandemic and just got frustrated with it. So I haven't released anything. So I'm a musician. But it is an excuse. Sure. I should, yeah. I should at least try music for like a good month. That way I could say that I failed at music and then went to comedy. Yeah. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. All right. So we are coming up on the hour mark now. So Ethan, I have right. two questions that I ask every single one of my guests. Uh, the first right, question, yeah. the only rule is you cannot say yourself. Okay. What is weird? What is weird? Yeah, name something weird. It, Anything. What's weird? Oh, um, something weird. Um, I'm gonna say straight people calling <laughs> their boyfriend or girlfriend partner, their partner, weird. That is kind of weird. Don't do that. Yeah, it's very weird. And someone was <laughs> like, "Well, someone's like, well, it helps normalize it." I'm like, "Oh, great. That's what the gay community needs: help from straight people to normalize stuff." Yeah, <laughs> great. I was, at, I was at a mic one time. It was a mic where it's like a, you can talk during it. Yeah. So I asked my friend, who was like, you know, I was talking to my partner. I was like, stop. Is your partner a cis woman? And they were like, yes. And I was like, that's your fucking girlfriend. And he was like, well, we've been <laughs> together so long. And I was like, so you're not married, though? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, she should be your fucking fiance. You can't afford a ring. Damn. Call right? him, you called him broke to his face. I called him broke to his face. <laughs> Listen, partner. So that's weird. And second question, go. Okay. Uh, second question is more of just like, all right, so do you have anything outside of like your like socials and everything that you want to plug? Outside of my social, so like not my Instagram. Like yeah, we'll get to that at the end. But like, or what do you mean? Like, like, like comedy wise? Or, yeah, it could be comedy, you know? just anything that you would like to shout out. Like, here's your chance. Um, you have five people listening to the podcast right now. What do you want to shout out? Um, well, well, <laughs> let me see. Um, I'm going to say, gosh, I have, I have nothing in my life. I have nothing going on except comedy. What, what should, what's the thing I can shout out? Um, oh, no, oh like I have something bar? to shout out. Okay, yeah. Oh, I have something to shout out. I'm very lonely. If there's anyone in the New York City area, I'll, I'll probably suck your dick. There you go. Is that, you heard is it that right here. Shout out? That is something to shout. Yeah, you could there's shout good, out. You could shout chance. out your penis if you want. <laughs> there's a good chance. I don't. It doesn't. The si sizes. What? Listen, just you know, flip it out. There we go. You know? Just yeah. Come and up to me and open mic. Come <laughs> up to me and open mic and just, just pull it out through your zipper and say, "Let's go." And I'm, you know. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> you're ready willing and able any any yeah. place anywhere yeah yeah it's no gag reflex just letting everyone know shout out there we go that is a great thing to shout out and now yeah. you can plug your socials if you want which is actually a perfect time to plug your socials because you just exactly. said you have no gag exactly. reflex so let them know All where right. they could find you let them know um you can find me on uh, uh on instagram at efiller13 that's lowercase e f-i-l-l-e-r one three and then you can also find me. Um, I am on Twitter. I, I'm trying to get my Twitter more followers because I, I think I have a lot of sexy, smart stuff to say, but no one follows me. That's um, unfortunate. That is E Filler yeah. 13. That is capital E F, 
lowercase i l l e r one three. So that's Ethel thirteen on Twitter. Um, and that's about it. And I do comedy. I do comedy. I do comedy shows. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know Ethan's how, gonna be on our know. March third show over at the Brooklyn Brewery. Unless unless you cancel it again. You know what? That's a very yeah, real right. possibility. Am I right. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep booking. <laughs> I'm gonna keep booking more comedians on the show and then canceling it like last minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just totally ruined my reputation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, should I should I should I promote my shows or? Yeah. I mean, so this will be coming out care? on. People care. People show up to shows because okay. of this. Uh, oh, so yes. this will come out on March 9th. So March 9th or not March 9th. Uh, fuck. This is gonna come out February 13th. So February 13th okay. onwards, do you have any shows coming up? Okay. Well, on Valentine's Day, I do have a show at 9 p.m. at St. Mark's Comedy Club. There you go. I also have on the 16th, I have a show at 10 p.m. at St. Mark's Comedy Club. Um, let me see. And that is about it because I'm not a professional comedian and I don't get a lot of bookings. If anyone would like to book me, I'm available. They are available. And at least you have like something to do Valentine's Day. So... Yeah. Yeah. Also, if there if anyone's booking any shows, once again, I have no gag reflex. <laughs> so there you we know. go. Yeah, you got his socials. You got the fact that he doesn't have gag reflex. He's yeah. funny too. Like, Ethan, you're the whole package. Yeah, I am. There you go. Hello. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Well, it's All been right. very lovely having you on. It's been very lovely having you interview me the last half of the podcast. That was pretty fun. Absolutely. All right. And then, yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. This has been weird. This has been weird. Thank you.